Welcome back to the Hear Me Out podcast. Today I'm your host Anna and I'm joined by the wonderful Elle and Rihanna. Hey. <laughs> uh, in today's episode we're going to be talking about the topic of our young people having to work more than normal um, because Rihanna here is working three jobs at the moment but before we get on to that uh, we're going to hear a little bit from both of them so do you want to just tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself? Yes, I'd love to. So I've currently been working with the Change Foundation for four years now. Um, I'm currently a programme manager and I still work on the delivery team of one of our programmes, Street Elite. This is where I had the honour back in 2021, um, meeting Rihanna over in White City, just walking up the high street, saw her and her friend, went and approached her um, and see to see if she's interested in joining our young women's um, program. Uh, Rihanna gratefully accepted along with her <laughs> good friend um, and yeah that's just where the connection started between Rihanna and I and I'm sure she'll tell more about her story but as soon as you get to know Rihanna you just can't let her go which is why we've <laughs> continued our journey here and she's currently a staff member of the Change Foundation which is just incredible to, to hear and to develop. Oh, amazing. I mean, I've I've been really lucky. I've been able to follow your journey, and I remember Elle saying, "Oh, I've met this amazing girl, Rihanna, and she's going to be at um, one of our sport festivals that the Change Foundation were hosting." Um, one thing that really stuck out for me at that festival, actually, and I f- saw it firsthand, was when you were kind of doing your first aid of training at the time, and um, and. Ellen was saying, oh, um, maybe you should go up to the first aiders work in the event and introduce yourself. Um, do you want to talk a little bit more about that, kind of how you got into that position? Yeah, um, when we was at the festival in Southall, um, I saw a first aider working at the event and Elle encouraged me to speak to her. Um, and that's how I got the job. I introduced myself and she basically was very amazed at what I was already doing. So she was like, come work for us. So I did, and I'm still currently working for them. It's been about eight, nine months since I've been working there. And what do you do in that role? Um, I go to events such as like football, sports, festivals, clubs, anything like that. Um, And I go there, take my little first day kit with me. (laughs) amazing and then so you've got that job what about your other two that you're currently working at the same time so I work with the change foundation as a assistant coach mentor with L on the street elite program um we do that once a week we go to the gym with the girls um and then I'm also a mentor with the Harrow Club and then also youth worker there. So I do two bits of work with them as well. That's amazing. So really community, really um, like community facing stuff. So you, you're working these three jobs. What's driving you to do that? Is it kind of like, because you just have a passion obviously in the line of work you're doing to help the community or is it also um, to kind of kind of support yourself in the cost of living crisis or a combination I would say definitely a combination but I feel like I've done a lot of like volunteering and things like that to be in the position that I am today um 
but I would say also definitely as well the cost of living mm. <laughs> everything's expensive out here so it's, it's hard work isn't it um, I'm just wondering like Elle on um, in terms of looking at the young women on other programs you coach are you seeing this a lot of young people having to work maybe start working from a younger age or working more than one job at a young age absolutely I, I believe that the the current crisis at the moment whether you're 15 or 50 is a challenge for all mm -hmm. i think if you want to continue to live the life that you were living you're going to have to put in some extra graph somewhere um a lot of things in life are free but money does support a lot as well mm -hmm. um but may i just add that rihanna at one point actually had four roles and so you think oh threes a lot she actually had a fourth one that was originally her main income um, in retail however I don't want to speak on your behalf but retail wasn't initially Rihanna's passion mm -hmm. it was working with young people working with um, men and women in sport and she's kind of put in her volunteer hours and they've slowly picked up and now she gets paid for doing the things she loves so mm. if you think three's not enough throw in fourth <laughs> I mean I'm sure there was a fifth at one point as well yeah, yeah you're nodding away so. <laughs> just any side hustle um, but yeah you're spot on I think um, people are really just still trying to find that balance mm. of doing the things they enjoy and also trying to earn to live the life they want mm. it's so hard isn't it and i feel like there was so much support after the pandemic and you just hear about it dropping off now the grants are running out funding's running out um even like i feel like the mindsets have shifted people kind of forgotten that whole chapter because life's mm. supposedly back to normal but people are still really struggling um, it's really, really interesting. What about your, your friends? Are a lot of your friends doing the same thing? A lot of my friends are in like uni, still in education. So I feel like for me to support myself, if I'm not going to go take that direction in life to go to uni, that's why I've given myself the loads of qualifications that I do have and in loads of different fields to support myself to see if this is what I want to do. A lot of trialing out, but I am really happy with where I am now. Mm. Oh, yes. I forget about that whole division. I went to uni and I worked three jobs when I was doing my master's, but so many of my friends didn't go to uni, but you forget actually that it's still like a massive talking point at college like do I even finish college do I need to things like that um and yeah I wonder if that's actually having an impact on if people can even afford it I mean the accommodation Absolutely. at uni is triple what it was when I was there mm. and also since we were in education there's now the rules that you've got to stay till you're 18 so we started work at 16 but we were out of education so it's kind of they're still doing full-time education and trying to get as much income as possible and they're battling the two between their 16 and 18. Like I they don't have the choice. Yeah. It's gone up. Yeah. You have to finish education. Mm -hmm. I don't know 18. how I missed that. I guess so, I don't know many young young people left. I mean, don't quote me for this, but I believe it's you need to be in some kind of education, so whether it's an apprenticeship... Um, Rihanna, you're nodding yeah. along. I feel like you're so in the know. Enlighten <laughs> us all here. Yeah, so it's till 18. I have to stay in some kind of like form of education, apprenticeship, working, anything along the lines. That's, I just feel like that's late. I feel like that's not 
particularly like if that comes I think down to this is my opinion but a bit down to privilege if you've got parents that so can support you and you don't have to worry about you can finish education and not have to worry about balancing a job on the back of it like A-levels were hard they're really mm. difficult and apprenticeships everything like that is really time consuming so I feel like that's an exhaust yeah because if you think the, the education day or the working day is nine till three or nine till five to then find additional hours in your week to get an income yep. and additional hours to keep your mental health stable to do the things you enjoy there's a lot of organization going on at a young age yeah. um but it is, it is going back to rihanna it's really nice to see her story and that i feel like you're finally in a place where you're happy you're turning up to work you're enjoying what you're doing and it's it's nice to know that this is the start of your journey like mm -hmm. if you're already at this stage at 20 19. 19. <laughs> I, I know your profile. <laughs> Start the journey at 19 then. Woo! We're going places. Do you think that would change then? Like if, if people are having to finish college and probably have a bit of burnout at college, do you think people will start turning more away from uni and, and heading towards kind of areas of passion like community work? Or do you think people are going to be more driven to work hard and then retire early i feel like people are gonna use the option of like not going to uni because if you think about it like the debt and everything after you could like build your way up i feel like there's a lot more pe people building their way up the ladder through not mm. going through uni through like opportunities like mm. what i've done mm -hmm. because it's more open it's more known whereas like couple years ago it would be like you have to go to uni you have to do this you have to do that whereas now it's a little bit more social socially accepted yeah there was actually a lot of stigma even when i was at uni um and my parents my i was very lucky i'm one of three my middle sister my brother went to uni my middle sister chose not to and my family couldn't really get their head around it to begin with but it gave me a lot of freedom because if i hadn't gone mm. um it would have been a lot more accepted, but it was a really brave choice for my sister at the time. Whereas that was like 10 years ago, I think it's very different now. Absolutely, and coming off what Rihanna said, I think the, the education system is now supporting and showing you the direction of if reading books and going to university is just not the direction you're feeling, mm. then let us support you in going into apprenticeships, in construction, in beauty, like there's that support there, whereas rewind 10 15 years it was we're gonna write a UCAS we're gonna push you towards five unis see where you get accepted there's a lot more opportunities and that's enough like the change foundation has offered this other route for that Rihanna's mm. grasped where she's come through the program she's been on it for a year she's now um on a contract with the change foundation it's just going to pr progress and progress and progress mm. So coming back to um, kind of your time at the Change Foundation and just the influence that Elle's mentorship on you had. Yeah. I know she's right in the room, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do, do you think you'd be in some of the positions you're in now without that mentorship? Definitely not. No. Because before I met Elle and joined um, the Street Elite programme, I was like just um college home college home i didn't really do anything outside of that mm. so having that like set plan every single week one day a week we're gonna meet we're gonna go to the gym we're gonna talk we're gonna build a relationship between us um 
that really helped me, especially post lockdown as well, because mm. I think everybody's mental health went downhill through mm. lockdown. So having that support was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> For the listeners, I'll smile. <laughs> <laughs> So in terms of mentorship, Al, do you Mm. think anyone can be a mentor or do you Mm. think you have to be mentored first? Um, Because when you think about mentorship, it's so broad. You can Mm. mentor in anything and you also might not be equipped to. Absolutely. I think you've just nailed it there. I think um, anyone can be a mentor. I think the most important thing to be a mentor is you've got to be able to listen and you've Mm. got to be able to... Um, give time have patience and have that desire to want to support someone you might not necessarily have the answers the amount of times me and Rihanna have had a chat and I haven't personally experienced it I don't know anyone who has Mm. so I'm doing my own research and then coming back to Rihanna and we make a plan going forward and that's the same with all the ladies I work with on on all the programs Um, but I also think you've got mentorship in the in the sense of your, your friends, your family, your next door neighbour, the person, the shopkeeper, like just having that conversation and and just shutting down that barrier of, of um, judgment. And everyone's on different platforms. Everyone's from a different background, different mm. story. So it's just kind of being accommodating. But like I say, open your ears um, and just, yeah, respect that everyone has a different journey and support how you can. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of, when I was younger, I didn't really have access to community spaces or anything. I lived in rural Cornwall. Um, but in terms of mentorship, do you think there should just still even still be a push on promoting mentorship, mm. the benefits of it, where you might be able to find, I think for one, like a young woman, it's the most, mm. um, I, I was very lucky I had my amazing mum, but some of my friends didn't have that. Mm. And I think they always talk about, they didn't have a strong like female figure they could relate to. Um, so for you, um, Rihanna, do you think you'd become a mentor yourself or are you currently mentoring maybe unknowingly to young people that you work with? Definitely, I feel like I do mentor them um, through the Change Foundation, the Street League programme, through the Harrow Club, um, even being like a youth worker, just being in that, like having an open space and being open for like the young people to come and talk to you. I feel like it's definitely, like definitely mentoring them. Mm. Cause like you keep an eye on them, you check up on them the next week make sure everything's okay so yeah I would say so do you know what else I find super special is it's it's now got to the stage even from day one of meeting Rihanna and the young women the mentorship's kind of reversed so technically yes I am the mentor or was the mentor and they're the mentee but actually every time we meet up they're educating me in something Mm. we all have different backgrounds so it's a constant learning and constantly developing my own skills to then support other young women Mm. so it's a two-way relationship as well that's amazing I think yeah like you've just said the lived experience I think Mm. is so important so valuable and the research and everything but as um so as both of your mentors do you think you've got enough support for you obviously mentorship can't always be easy you hear about really troubling things nowadays do you think you've 
got enough like support, things like that, counselling services, things like that. As LB and my line manager, yes, <laughs> definitely. Just <laughs> oh, <laughs> leaving the room. <laughs> Thanks, really. I yeah, I I honestly believe for myself, yes. Um, I'm quite an open book, so I will go home and I will share it. Mm. Um, but that is how I then close my book and move on and, and put my own coping mechanisms in place. Um, whether it's on to my other half, my parents, someone on a dog walk, there's always someone to share it with. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a line of what you share, but just, just how you're feeling and getting that out in the open and, and kind of establishing yourself why you might be having a bit of a rocky day. And how do you get to the sand dunes, you know, and just slide on down and yeah. continue off. And it's okay not to be okay sometimes. Mm. That That is life. Um, and it's just establishing a way to to continue with your day and make every day better. That was a bit of a preach. No, I, I, love, I love it. And it's really, I think everyone has to remind themselves they're a mentor or a teacher or just especially someone working in the community, isn't it? Mm. That we're, we're all human and just because you're hearing about someone else's trauma or what they're going through like you're allowed to feel empathy hits you in, in very strange ways and a lot of my friends are teachers and they have the same thing they're really mm. affected by what some of their students come out with and like you said you talk to your partner or your mum yeah absolutely and and it's, it's it is it just goes back to just listen mm. and and don't judge don't compare like if you compare then maybe mentorship isn't the one for you mm. it doesn't matter if it's down to money ethnicity gender you've just got to listen and approach it how you want time to reel it in oh the, we're really sorry we're out of time um oh that was an amazing last note to finish on um so what we do just to wrap everything up is just list kind of one thing you've taken away from the episode um and then for all of our listeners we'll put some kind of mentorship hotlines um support lines in the bio as well so rihanna do you want to kick it off just kind of one one big thing you've taken away from today's episode thank you so much for joining us thank you anna one message i would like young people to take away from this podcast is that uni is not the only option there are other paths that you can take that will lead you to the same place no i, I love that i think it's a really really important message thank you um right and um, we're going to throw it over to um l l what's one thing you've taken away thank you anna yes yeah, so for me i just believe that anyone can be a mentor um you've all got different lived experiences just have belief that you can listen sit down with someone and actually give them the support that they require whether it's going for a coffee whether it's a stroll in the park or whether it's something more long term there, there is a mentorship route for everyone yeah completely agree um absolutely fantastic it's, as always it's just hard to pinpoint kind of one thing to take away but i'm um, probably gonna go against myself a little bit and actually just praise both of you I think it's amazing the work you're doing in the community and I think I, I one day I would love to be a mentor it's actually one thing on International Women's Day I said to myself in a year that'd be a target is to kind of become a mentor and open more windows and doors for for young people particularly young women um, from rural areas like where I grew up 
So I just, yeah, I'm just inspired by both of you. Um, thank you so much for coming on and joining. And um, Ray, I hope you don't always have to work the three jobs, <laughs> but I think for three jobs you're doing that, each of them is just inspiring. Um, thank you, Anna. And so. just remember, you might not have mentor in your title, but you are mentoring people around you. So mm. you are connected to people in that, that way. Amazing. Brilliant. Thank you. Right. Um, we'll be back next week, but thank you so much for tuning in and we'll speak to you again soon. Bye everyone. Thank bye. you. Bye. bye.